detail if you are paying attention. Welcome to the Yonka Fly Show with Matthew Pizgatti and myself, Phoenix Horton. Howdy. Howdy. So you survived the insurrection, eh? Oh yeah, insurrection day. Is that what they're calling it? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> wow. Well, that was uh, something. Something to watch. It was definitely something. I don't know that I'd call it an insurrection, but okay. Yeah, that that was the one thing I agreed with most that I saw people say, like, "Hey, if this was a coup, it was a very it wasn't a very good coup." coup. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so a lot less killing and beheading and and hangings of uh, my flavor of coup would involve a lot more of that personally. Yeah, if I was to ever do it in Minecraft, in Minecraft, if they were. They were trying. They didn't try very hard. But that—that that was my whole thought. It was like I don't, I don't know what what the attempt is here. What are we doing? <laughs> you just don't know what to believe anymore, right? Yeah. All all the cute wrong and wrong and wrong, and uh, everybody else just seems to be floundering around and and throwing out wild accusations to both sides, and everyone's just absolutely crazy. What yep. are you supposed to do, the average peon, just sitting back watching this sort of insanity? Is that what they want? Just absolute chaos? What it seems like it is. It is insane on both sides, and that's that's all I see is people hurling like, oh, well, the, these people were there were some BLM people that got into in mix and, and Antifa people, and it's like they weren't actually Trump support. It's it's never actually your side when it does when it's something you don't like that's going on. It's always the provocateur, mm-hmm. unlimited conspiracy theories. <laughs> Yeah, it's like no it sh- used to be nice when there was just one conspiracy theory. When we just knew nine eleven was an inside job, <laughs> and everything right. else was a fact, and that was our our one conspiracy theory. And now it seems like every single news story has a whole other counterbalance of memes and <laughs> and conspiracy, and it goes mm-hmm. every single little minute news story goes down another huge rabbit hole. Right? It's like okay. you could not topple all this if you wanted to. That's why I, I almost. I, I sympathize or empathize with uh, what you know our brother Murdoch says. Where I think he's at that point where he's just like history doesn't exist, like nothing actually happened. And I'm like, I, that's about where you almost end up. Is like, did anything happen that was written down? Yeah, in you know, 20 years, when uh, your children's children are reading about this day in their history book, mm-hmm. uh, whose side do they record? Right. With the education system being what it is, I think we'll know whose side they recorded. And they used to be like, oh, the winners, you know, decide. It's like, but I don't even know if it's winners. I mean, I guess they won, whoever it is, but it's it's not clear cut like, oh, it was this country anymore. It's, well, because it's a global issue. It's a global elitist secret thing going on. Drinking out of your horn. I am. <laughs> I feel like it's the only proper way to drink mead. You put it in a cup, it just, it feels wrong. Mm. <laughs> That was uh, my my favorite first thing I, I saw when all that was coming out at the Capitol was that regardless of whatever craziness he's involved in, I, I liked that guy's outfit. <laughs> you know Is he a real about? Viking or a, or a fake Viking? Yeah, the guy with the pelt and the horns and yeah. no t-shirt on. He's definitely a uh, Q, QAnon crazy, I guess. Well, you, you know about all the runes and whatnot. Was, was that all Viking crap on his chest? Yeah, so that... He does have the uh, the Volk nut up top, which is the three triangles. So some people had first jumped on the conspiracy bandwagon, thinking that it was the uh, spiral triangle, the uh, pedo 
boy lover symbol. Mm-hmm. If you remember some of that from like Pizzagate, because that was yeah. one of the symbols. But yeah, so that one, that one's associated with Odin a lot. And then there's the old Yggdrasil, the Tree of Life, and uh, I think there's a big Thor's hammer below that. Mjolnir. I thought the three triangles was the Zelda logo. Oh yeah, I guess that's you. What is that? The, the Triforce or something? I forget what it's called. I have no idea. <laughs> I've never played Zelda. Yeah. I, don't I like, email me. I don't care. <laughs> I like I like the game, but I I sadly did not get into that that one either. Yeah, that that was like uh, we were in between generations mm-hmm. on that one. I I'm I'm sure I dabbled or I I played something related mm-hmm. to it, but. I came of age in the Sega Genesis days, not the Nintendo. Although my older brother did have the Nintendo, we played those games. But Sega was my uh, generation legacy. I, I think my favorite meme related to this guy was like uh, when your when your custom characters in a cutscene, you know, one of those. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, but yeah, that that stuck out to me. And then when I saw them climbing, you know, you, you and I have been playing a Mountain Blade, that medieval game. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me of a castle siege. They were taking the metal barriers like ladders and like climbing up this wall. Yeah, and the side of that wall um, also is a stand-in <laughs> for a perfect ladder. So uh, there's your federal government hard at work on their design. Uh, yeah. Made one of their most secure buildings scalable. So did that Viking dude, did he get arrested? I know they're arresting all sorts of people the last day or two. You know, actually, that's a... A really good point. I'd like to see if he gets arrested. There's the guy in the photo inside Nancy Pelosi's office with his feet up on her desk. I guess he was arrested today. Yes. Yeah, that's that's the only thing. And I was laughing about that, too. Like, oh, I, I get it. Like, we're, you know, we're anti-mask people. Though, and though they would be, too, the Trump Trump supporters. But <laughs> it's kind of silly to raid a federal building and not have some base covering on. Like, well, that's just it. They really didn't think they were raiding. We saw multiple videos where cops let them in. They just <laughs> walked in and they stayed inside the velvet ropes for the most part as they're entering the building and they just mold around. There was a few provocateurs that led the way, but most people just followed in like random cattle. Just hey, follow behind the crowd. Where are we going? We're going in the building. It's been charged. It's I don't know what I mean, I guess they can throw any charges they want at them, but it's a public building. Unless you verbally or had a sign or said, hey, if you cross this part of the building, now you're trespassing, you can go into the Capitol building and you can go into a senator's office to their front desk and and lodge a complaint or talk to them or talk to their office. Those are all public areas of the building. So they will they will have to prove in every court case that here's where a police officer tried to stop you and you bypassed them. Right. For sure. Yeah, that's why I keep bringing that up like it. one of those things where you have to hold your tongue at, at work and other places because you have to chime in with that. You're like, cause it's, it's so logical. You're like, to be fair, uh, this is our building. Like we, yeah. we, this is owned by the public and how many people voted for him? How many, it's not like some small minority, uh, were upset about this and they thought the election was wrong. It was, it was a large group of people. So when you're talking about like the country that we're supposed to, you know, it's a government that's supposed to work for the people. How many of those people have to be upset about something for well, and that's, that's you know, the whole people. anger of the whole thing? Mm-hmm. And what I've said all along, fine. If you say every media source on the world says, hey, there's no evidence and there's uh, literally 80,000 people standing on the other side of the room. I'm sorry, 80 million people that mm-hmm. supposedly voted for Trump standing on the other side of the room saying we've have whole binders of evidence. Will you just 
like take a look at it just glance at it no there's no evidence go away but uh, it's right it's right here look at this please no no shut the fuck up and get out of here uh, what did you expect to happen you can't constantly silence people the it's it works both ways you know republicans silence gays for so many years and then you get gay pride parades you, you're gonna silence conservatives for these last four years you're gonna get people that are gonna turn it into their personality they're gonna turn it into their life's work to oppose being oppressed that's the yeah. human spirit that's what's always happened you can't shut people up without some sort of repercussions but we talked about that as far as the alt supposed alt-right and white supremacist movement with all that stuff it's the same thing like it's just you keep pushing people and pushing people, telling them that their ideas aren't valid, that whatever they have to say doesn't matter. And it's it, the dismissive, the dismissiveness is creating these extremist groups. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, you know, and I, but I get the escalation in this case. It was very logical. Anyone could have seen that. They said, hey, we're upset about this. We don't think it was done properly. This is our government that we want to take part in. But we're asking you to look over these court cases, look over what we have. And I mean, I'd be pissed off, too, if I was really committed to that movement and then the supreme court like my state of texas is trying to sue you sue whoever for this issue and they're like no you know we're not we're not going to even take part we're not going to look at it that the necessary escalation after that is kind of storm the government building i i get that yeah the frustration it's going to leak out in one way or the other it's something extreme is going to happen because you've used such extremities to suppress it's it's just a pendulum you keep pushing, pushing, pushing back, and you can only push so long until you let go, and then all hell breaks loose. I mean, I think they like it. They they love the chaos. It's it just gives them more fuel for the fire. Now it's we gotta have to impeach him. He's got thirteen days left to be in office, but we have to impeach him. Uh, what what do you what grounds are you gonna impeach impeach him on? That's like the whole next stage of the thing. What are the charges? And even he says some- all the right things that politicians say. Let's have a. A peaceful assembly, blah, 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 blah. I don't think at any point did he get up on stage and say, storm the Capitol. No. I missed that part of Trump's speech that day. Yeah, I think that was absent. I saw maybe it was like a family member of ours on Facebook or something was trying to like, oh, well, here's the speech he gave. What do you think about this? And like, yeah, the start of it was something about, you know, we have to have strength and like take our you know country back type thing. But then he explicitly says, like, we're going to have a peaceful march down pennsylvania avenue i love pennsylvania avenue you know we're gonna go down there and we're gonna have this this march that's all i saw i was like that he explicitly said it was gonna be a peaceful march so yeah he never said smashing go inside and scare people and you're right we see these videos first outside with the cops not only opening the barricades but motioning in for the people come on come on come on you can hear the cops saying and then the other videos of them at the door with the cops opening the door and letting everyone in and they all marched in orderly it it wasn't some insane thing. So Yeah, I saw someone comment on one of the videos where the cops open the barricade and then slowly turn their back to the crowd and yeah. saunter away. And then they say, oh, the cops were overwhelmed and scared. Mm. Oh, you turned your back on dangerous people and slowly saunter away when you're scared for your life? Really? Yeah. Not normally what I see That's police not... do. Well, Usually when they're feared for their lives, so they start popping off. I don't like to go too far down just crazy you know, rabbit holes if, if I don't have enough evidence, but we, we, all we can do is point out things that are inconsistent and like the video of that woman getting shot that the, the second, the second angle that's like right up against the door. I, I thought it was kind of odd the way the cops that for, for one that a federal agent or Capitol police, whoever that is shoots through a door 
where police officers, obviously labeled in police uniforms, are not more than like five feet behind her. That's horribly weird, dangerous crossfire. They walk up right after she gets shot. They're not freaking out. They don't seem to radio anybody. Um, you know, they point their rifles through the door for a second to like confirm that they were the ones who shot. Um, but no, I don't know. They didn't seem to be that much of a uh, like it was an emergency situation. And I was really confused with that whole interaction. Yeah, I mean, well, that one's not too surprising. She was the one sole person that was currently climbing through the window and actively moving right. into the next room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you also have to note that the vice president of the United States was, you know, in the next room over mm-hmm. and to get shot by a secret service or officer that thinks they're protecting uh, the vice president is not a big shock to me right. if if they feel like you're, you know. Yeah. Breaking I mean, that, into that room. That's their job, uh, too, to be fair. They're getting, they're getting paid to protect this area. Yeah. So, And I think uh, history has shown, at least uh, in my lifetime, I've never seen the Secret Service really get political. Uh-huh. Uh, they seem to do their job. Their job's to do one thing, is to keep the president and the vice president alive. And uh, for the most part, they seem to take that pretty seriously. And I don't, I, I don't, I've never seen any political side of them where they would obviously put Trump in danger or anything like that. Sure. Yeah. And I guess they're going to you know, keep coming out with more and more supposed information they're discovering about this event. Um, like we saw this, these pictures that are coming out now, this, these pe- few people that had like zip ties or whatever, but. but uh, I, I, mean, I saw like, that headline and what, what are they claiming that them possessing zip ties that they had intent to what tie up the senators or something? Yeah. It sounds like they're, they're claiming that, yeah, like, like certain members of the crowd were coming here to, kidnap and possibly harm you know political leaders yeah well maybe well don't you don't you think it's a little (laughs) don't you think it's a little silly for police to say that having restraints or zip ties or handcuffs is intent to do harm right literally the people that carry around zip ties and handcuffs 24 7 are now saying carrying around zip ties is potential harm well but guns or anything else right i mean that's how the left functions Anybody yeah. in that vein is like the police and, and Secret Service and all these people in the army, they can have them, but nobody else should be able to carry any type of self-defense or weaponry or anything. Like if anything, zip ties sound like a pretty peaceful uh, so-called weapon. Like that sounds like uh, innocently, do I mean, not well, however, whatever you want to phrase it, detaining someone is not shooting them. It's just every level of the government and the left now, the only like the only vision I see in my head is some crazy woman slapping you. And so you push her back and then all of a sudden she falls to the ground and goes, assault, you assaulted me. Ah!" And then like calls the cops on you or something. And it's like that is the left's whole thing now. Just push, 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 start riots, burn the world, burn the city. Uh unlimited violence threats against everybody and then someone steps on their toe and they fucking go nuclear like that's the whole thing it's, it's drama queen type mentality it's insanity well and it, the the parallel's been drawn already a thousand times but uh what about all these riots and burning whole cities and private properties to the ground raising whole cities capturing a whole city block for what was that over a month how long do they have that yeah that's seattle yeah uh, whatever anonymous whatever. zone or whatever it was. Yeah, I mean, it, I feel like Entitled. if any of these types of people had done that, people who look like us specifically, it would have been all oh, these supremacists. Like we would have had the military around us in a, a couple days, a couple hours. 
Hey, that was essentially what the Bundys did with the yeah. land against the BLM down there. And mm-hmm. for those that don't know, not Black Lives Matter, but the Bureau of Land Management, which which is also the BLM. But <laughs> um, that's got to be a sucky one for them that they have BLM on all their shirts and stuff. But, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, the Bundys held an area that they thought was protected or whatever, uh, uh, public lands, mm-hmm. and they all got terrorist charges. They all got instantly arrested. All the people, the videos you saw of guys with guns standing off against the police, they let it go that day, but mm-hmm. they went back and they found their pictures and they rounded them up. Same thing they're doing to all the people that walked inside the Capitol. But I don't hear these stories when they burn down someone's private business, when they burn down restaurants and grocery stores and Walmarts and Targets. Uh, we have all the videos. We have yep. people looting and going crazy, but because it wasn't the government's property, they don't spend $100 billion rounding these people up. Member after member of Senate and everybody else is like, we will spare no cost hunting these people down. Well, how come you don't spare no cost hunting people down when they burn our fucking house? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember that. I don't remember after that Seattle zone, whatever, that people were rounded up. And yeah, I missed that one, too. Because they had all their faces uncovered and walking around for a while. What there was like a crazy warlord guy who had risen up. Also, (laughs) I didn't see in, in these pictures like. Are these big paintings and murals in the background literally depicting like scenes of revolution and <laughs> like the founding of the country back here? Is that yeah? That well, that looks like some sort of duel going on back there. Uh, it's probably a uh, Hamilton and Burr or something like that. It's interesting. Like, well, yeah, we, and that's the, the whole <laughs> well, the whole premise of our country and everything we celebrate. That, uh, July Fourth is celebrating insurrection. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's it's okay. That that's what I don't get is like you realize the country was built in that way. Just what per, it's the same thing as like the taxation argument or anything else. What what percentage is is enough? What percentage of the country has to be upset about a specific thing before you know? Because consent the consensus is there. We don't like that this happened. Is it forty percent of the country? Is it fifty percent? Like, I mean, I guess the point of like an insurrection or or uh, an o- overthrow and uprising is that. It's not going to be the majority, because if it was the majority, you wouldn't have it to begin with, whatever the problem is. And essentially, at some point, there's going to be some sort of separation. I I don't see any cohesion after this. I mean, since I've been alive, it's been more divided, more divided, more divided. And you have about 80 million people that voted for one guy and 80 million people that voted for another. And it, and it's not, we're not living in a reality anymore where we kind of disagree on a couple big subjects. We disagree on factual things we disagree that one person thinks up is down and left is right and east is west and all that we're not even on the same plane anymore you know what i mean so the, like where is the cohesion ever going to be after right but, and, and that was sort of the point of the whole revolution anyways is they went to the king and they said we don't like these taxes this needs to be more fair this needs to be adjusted and you can't control the price of tea or whatever and it was just completely ignored and not even addressed. And after hundreds of these attempts to uh, take something to the court of the king, and it was just completely dis dis uh, oh, brain fart there, just disregarded. Then that's what you know made people want to just completely revolt. It's like, well, if you will just never listen to me, and I never have a say, then why don't I just go buck wild and oppose you? Right. But do you think during that time period there was? More of a consensus. I mean, there there wasn't full scale across the country communication real time. I feel like that exacerbates some things. It's easy for the opposition to set up these like infiltrated groups and 
and feed disinformation now. Yeah, and uh, who knows? Because, right, like we said earlier, the victor writes the history, but Mm -hmm. they make claims that only a small percentage, 5%, 10% of the American people were actively involved in pushing for this revolution. Right. But who really knows? Well, I guess when I when I also first saw the news go go live about all that, I was I was also dis- disappointed. Like you get excited and then you you zoom in and you're like, oh, everyone, it's a Trump rally. I'm like, I don't know, that was kind of disappointing. I'm like, so it's it's not really people who care about freedom. They're just some more butthurt statists that don't like that their people are getting mistreated. Like my party's not winning. You know, it's like you still have the wrong idea. <laughs> That's I mean, yeah, it's better than the left side from what I can tell. It's it's still state state is bullshit. Yeah, sure, and that and that's been the uh, ultimate issue all along. Is the left? I disagree with ninety eight percent of everything you say, and the right, I disagree with only seventy five percent of what you say. So yeah, you put a gun to my head and say, "Do you want a left leaning dictator or a right leaning dictator?" I might say, "Yeah, I'll take the right leaning guy." Right. Like if I, had I don't to want either one of them. Yeah, I, I would never fight for either one of them. I, I I loved all the libertarian memes that came out after this of <laughs> watching the left and right fighting and storming the Capitol, and you're just standing there not supporting either team. Right. Like it. It was it, like you were saying. It, it's closer to what I would expect. You know, instead of burning individual businesses, we said that from from day one. Like if you hated the cops, awesome. Go destroy the police station. Go hold the police station hostage. I don't care. And say, look, you're done. We're not, whoever's on this force, we're firing you all because you're incompetent. Cool. Like, all the freedom activists and militia people, we would have probably supported that. I mean, except for the extreme blue line gang bootlickers, but. Yeah, if if you think someone in your community was killed by an officer and that person was unarmed and didn't deserve it, then go surround the goddamn police station. Burn their cop cars do all that shit why why are you going to destroy your community if it's been the same argument all along so it's this weird double think thing where none of those were all those were peaceful riots burning in businesses and and cars and innocent property holders you know destroying their whole livelihoods that's all that's peaceful and then this one is just the end of the world and don't touch the government's houses That's what I commented on all of CNN's posts because they were the one that made a mostly peaceful protest quote uh, while standing in front of a city burning (laughs) saying, well, they're mostly peaceful. So every CNN story talking about the insurrection, I was like, well, it was mostly peaceful protest. Mostly peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly was. Hell, even Alex Jones was in the crowd yelling at people to calm down. Alex Jones is trying to calm people down. Let that sink in. But I just saw even do better than to go in the fucking capital. We were talking about that, uh, that, that Q guy, the, the shaman dude. I was just watching Alex Jones interviewed him. Alex Jones was a little, yeah, he was a little shitty, like interrupting him a good bit and kind of making fun of him. Oh, because he hates the Q people. Overall, it was interesting. I was like, it takes a lot for Alex Jones to say you're bullshit because he's so crazy. (laughs) But yeah, it's. But he, he was letting loose about the Q stuff because he's like, none of it comes true. <laughs> it's just, it's. He's like, I, I talk to these people in the in the top in the military. He's like, he's like, none of the shit Q says comes true. It's not a thing. But you've yeah. had chance after chance after chance. Oh, it's going to be this day. You know, I remember seeing the posts of 2018 or 2017. Mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton's getting arrested today. The Pope's getting arrested today. Oh well, we have to follow the plan. And now it's 2019, and then it was election day, and then. 
January 1st and then January 6th. Everything's going to pop off. It's it's uh, <clears throat> it's chicken little, chicken little at this point. Yeah, the, yeah, that fits. Okay, I was like, wait, what happened in that story? <laughs> well, you could say Chicken Little or the uh, uh, Boy Who Cried Wolf, I guess. Boy Who Cried Wolf, yeah. yeah. I was I was thinking Little Red Hen. I was like, wait, she just wanted help making her pie or whatever. <laughs> I just wanted to make some fucking bread, guys. <laughs> and then everybody's like, hey, can I have a piece of bread? That's what's going to happen with the new country. They'll be like, hey, you want to help us overthrow the government? They'll be like, no. And then they're going to be in the concentration camps like, let us out. And be like, well, you didn't want to help make a new country. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That'd be a great children. I think we got it right, though. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah, that's what that's what Alex Jones was saying. He was like, this talking about the Capitol, he thought that that set everything back. But it's also more bullshit, too, from him, where he's like, we were about to get the, uh, like, the 10 more days to do the evidence or whatever. He's like, this, this ruined it type thing. But, like, they weren't well, going to let any of that be heard. I don't know. It was true uh, that uh, supposedly... Ted Cruz and the other senators were set up to uh, not approve the uh, electoral votes of certain states. Uh And then for each state that they denied the electoral votes on, they had two hours to present evidence. So if they were going to do that to a dozen states, then they had a whole nother day or so of presenting this evidence for two hours for every state. Ah, okay. And, And that was the whole thing. It was like, magically, I knew once they shut the session down, I called it from that second. I said, I know exactly what they'll do. They'll finish the session of doing the electoral votes in private because of security issues. And then everything they were going to do to show all the electoral evidence, they'll, it's all, it'll all be secret now. And now you'll get to see nothing of it. Yeah. So it, it worked out perfectly for the left. Like they could have not devised a better uh, outcome if they planned it themselves. So it makes sense. So it makes themselves. sense to insinuate that there may have been other bad actors in there but besides the the police willingly letting them in which somebody had to have given them instructions to do they weren't just overwhelmed yeah, so, so so did the police were they told to stand down and if so by who or was it just a coincidence that these trump loving cops thought they would let the people in to let their will be known and it just was a fucked up consequence of that that they gave the left their way by doing that yeah. That's where all the conspiracy theories dive in. And and who's the source? Who called them off? The uh, Capitol Police chief retired uh, or resigned, rather. And we have another cop yesterday that uh, suicided himself, apparently. That was uh, one of the cops that stood down. So maybe he was the one that called everyone off. And now he committed suicide. And now we'll never know. Funny it's, how these uh, suicides just start popping up around things like this. It's really interesting. I've just not known a lot of people to like off themselves to begin with. And it's always these high level officials involved in these weird, suspicious scenarios. Like, oh, yeah, just killed himself. OK. Yeah. Like just, that's just randomly. Well, and the deaths that happened at the event. Right. All well, the we first have- 48 hours. All I heard was just one woman got shot. Yeah. And then you wake up a couple days later and they say four people died. Like, what? what when, when did this happen? Well, the, I guess the police officer, I was like, okay, maybe that makes sense. We didn't hear about it. But then the other people weren't even, it wasn't even like riot related. Like what the one, one guy, guy accidentally had a heart attack. Yeah. What guy like tased himself accidentally to death? Like, okay. So he was dumb and tased himself. Like, cause, pe- cause people tased themselves to death a lot. You know, happened. that happens. Well, I would say people don't like accidental discharge and stuff either, but that NFAC group. <laughs> 
shot themselves multiple times somehow. Yeah. Well, that was because of uh, a bunch of people that never handled rifles before. Yeah. They were obviously all had brand new rifles or somebody in the group loaned them out because they all had matching rifles. And anybody that's around a bunch of gun nuts know that these guys' rifles don't match because there's so many different variations and everybody wants a a different scope or a different barrel or a different shoulder harness. And You've been to these open carry marches. I don't think I've ever seen two of the same type of weapon, but yet these... uh, these uh, BLM type groups that go on their open carry marches have 50 people with identical ARs. I don't even think you can go to any store and buy 50 identical ARs in a given metropolitan area, let alone have everybody with matching brand new looking ones. Right. Which begs the question of who funds what. Like, you, it was like it's like seeing ISIS with, uh, you know, 100 matching trucks, all the yeah. exact same brand new trucks. Like, who bought these? Like, can somebody please run down an ISIS convoy line and get the VIN numbers on these 50 brand new Toyota trucks and ask Toyota, what the fuck? Right. Where did you send these trucks, Toyota? Because whatever dealership you're sending these to is obviously an ISIS front. Is it like the Fast and Furious scandal? It's like, we lost 50 Toyota trucks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So people letting them into the Capitol for sure. Um yeah, and then the, the the left just drum it. Well, just I say the left. I should just say the media because the media is all controlled by that one side. But well, it's ultimately the globalist, right? And it's just drumming up this fear campaign, just like COVID. It's every day. This is all you're going to see for a week until all their minds are just filled with this. It was a failed coup, and Donald Trump started it, and he wanted violence, and just you know, be afraid. We should ban all right wing. We should ban all conservatives from every platform we can. Just insane witch hunt of you know they wouldn't even let them on the planes. You saw that, right? Like we should just ban all Trump supporters from flying on the way back. Yep. Uh, yeah, the, the, that's their next step. I was just reading uh, some journalists here. Conservatives cannot be teachers, police officers, doctors, lawyers, coaches, or bosses. It's mm-hmm. constitutionally unfair to others who are subjected to the conservatives' deranged judgment. Conservatives can do menial work until they're ready to join the human race. So your opinion goes against theirs, so you can no longer participate in society. And they're just emboldened by Twitter and Facebook and all these giant monopolies. And then you have one crazy CEO that makes a decision, and people think it's, people think it's legion, and that hundreds of billions of people agree with them because one crazy CEO has so much control over everybody's mind and everything they see and think and do. And they'll just block you from that. Like, I still am having a hard time soaking it in that Jack Dorsey just says one motherfucker, hippie looking piece of shit trash says the president of the United States can no longer speak to the people. Just just a blanket statement. And and they're doing the same thing with Parler and everything else as they're blocking all the other social networks. So it's but it's not only banning him and then to, to ban to ban the official president of the United States, the POTUS account. Yeah. Insane. Like blows my mind. And we were talking about they if they it's so insane because they talk about fascism and the far right are fascists and Nazis. And like, this is 1984 because there's not two parties. They want it to only be their party. It is the party. And we look up to the party and we must follow the party's ideals. Or you're wrong. You're a racist. You're, you're a dissenter to the state. Yeah. And you should and be it, kicked off everything. If somebody's wrong, it's so easy just to sit back and let them be wrong. 
if you're in the right, you have absolutely no reason to censor anybody. If you're in the right, you sit back and laugh at the moron spouting craziness. If there's a guy in the middle of the street saying, alien ships are coming down. The, the hippopotamus with three heads are going to eat your baby's souls. Right. You don't punch him in the face and be, you have to be quiet. Don't tell everybody that. Don't tell everybody the hippos are going to eat our faces. You just say, look at that guy. He's crazy. And everybody goes, yeah, that guy's crazy. He thinks three-headed hippopotamuses are going to eat our soul and our babies. But you don't You don't need to silence that guy. There's no reason. You no. only silence people you're scared of. Yep. Yeah, so, what well, was that? It was some, it might have been a bullshit, like, Game of Thrones quote or something that I saw. But whatever that meme I saw, it was like, you don't, when you cut out their tongue, you don't prove them a liar. It just proves that you're afraid of what they're going to say. I think we see that clearly here. Is that it, because I don't want to have the argument. Because facts, they can't actually compete with facts. They only have feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at these. And the the amount of areas that he's banned off of, it's not really... Uh, oh, computer's freaking out a little bit. It's not even a thing about inciting violence. Because it's platforms like uh, Shopify, that it, stores that are just selling things. Yeah. Well, and that's been the whole thing with Parler and everything else, is they shut off their payments. They can't even take donations for their service. Uh, Stripe shut them down as one of the, the payment processors. Like, that has nothing to do with politics. Instagram. Computer glitching. Yeah. Uh, Reddit, Twitch, YouTube, Snapchat, yeah, Discord. They had a, a Donald Trump channel that was mm. a server, I guess, completely shut down. Yeah, and parlor stuff. But, and, and, you know, it's, it's before this. You know, it's way before this when they started taking off a lot of uh, what they considered far right videos on YouTube started shutting those down, deplatforming Alex Jones and everybody. It's it's not just this one incident, although this pushes it even further. Um, you know, Bit BitChute has a lot of kind of uncensored video content, and their servers were had something happen like a, a month ago. They were deplatformed, month or two. So it's just it's all over. And just the BS, like Apple coming out and saying. We're going to delete Parler app because we don't think they have enough moderation to mm. stop violent talk on their platform. I could probably go over to Twitter right now and find the most violent extreme tweets that you've ever heard in your life. I can definitely find gore. I can find porn. I can find the most abhorrent things you've ever heard of on Twitter at this very moment. Yeah. On but, Twitter, uh, even on even Reddit, which is pretty leftist and bans a lot of things you can find oh, a lot yeah. on there reddit is a freaking den of awful stuff yeah no one's shut down bullshit no one shut down 4chan yet like go to the political board of 4chan it's nothing but far right oh no i mean i'm sorry neo-nazi white supremacist yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> poll on 4chan is like poll on 4chan is everything they say parlor and gabby yes. like it is legit the racist i the, couldn't the even nazis i couldn't even share it on on here you know no. like <laughs> it's that no, bad like, everything the left wants to hate is poll on 4chan but it's the epitome of it but that that's still happening but back to the like free market, free state argument. I was just talking about this with, with Murdoch the other day. It is also the epitome of that because both sides are represented. So it's the far, far, far right neo-Nazis. But there's also black separatists of people on there who hurl stuff equally back. And that's what a free is market is, you know? Yeah, you got both threads. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cool to see because they jump on the like, you book crack or whatever, you know? Like <laughs> it's, it, it's nice. It's nice to see. <laughs> how an actual free society works. You can have all opinions and you can listen to them or you can not listen to them. 
and you can go about your day, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, but you start banning dissenting opinions is where you get into these dystopian novels, ideal environments, and that's how it starts. And Paul was Paul was just funny. Yeah. Uh, five, six, seven years ago or whatever <laughs> at the beginning of it. Yeah, now now it's just absolutely atrocious. <laughs> like it, it it even offends me sometimes. <laughs> but I but I don't ask for them to be banned. I just right. stopped going there. You're just I like, just, oh that's bad. I just I that those words and those things of how you get to a website by typing in a URL, huh? I just choose not to type those into my browser anymore. And guess what? I'm saved from that sort of uh, atrocious behavior. Weird how it's that an works. Amazing thing how I just don't have to go there. It's like Facebook. Like, hey, don't join the group that says we love the KKK. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. You know, yeah. that don't, might not be a group for you. Don't go there. I will. I'll always stand and by. That's the hate thing with being free Facebook speech. and Twitter and everything is it's all an echo chamber of your choosing. Uh-huh. You're following those people. You're joining those groups. It's everything you want it to be. So uh, how do they say that you're going to be exposed to this sort of hate unless you're choosing to be exposed to that sort of hate? Stumble upon it. Like, oh, no, <laughs> I've been corrupted. I... Sorry, I keep ranting over your articles you're trying to pull up there. Oh, that's OK. I was just I was laughing at this <laughs> one of Arnold Schwarzenegger comparing the capital violence to the rise of the Nazis. It's like, yeah, if you mean what? the media, the media's uh, oh, one sidedness trying to create a fascist left. <laughs> like. And he should know his family is so connected to the Nazi party from Germany. Like, that's where he comes from. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I'm just absolutely oh, delighted on how scared our politicians are of unarmed citizens he's being Austrian. in their presence. He's Austrian, not German. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Oh, poor Arnold. Uh, what's this, this other one, too? I laugh at some of these other things. This is something, well, of course, it's CNN. But, like, political, well... Political polls show that, you know, majority of the country is in favor of basically Trump not being in office. And I always have to question these. They're like, okay, but where did you pull that from? Like from your websites, from people who already read CNN? We know how many people voted for him. So before all the fraudulent activity. So there's no way that 50% of the country is saying he shouldn't be in office right now. No way. And that's what they're claiming here. Nobody asked me. Yeah. 50% 50% of Americans want Trump to be impeached for the 25th Amendment to be invoked. And who cares? If 100% of Americans wanted him impeached, you can't just impeach a president because a certain percentage said to impeach him. You have to actually have some sort of charge, right? Yeah. You can't be like, like you're going to say, oh, I think that guy is ugly. Impeach him. He's got to get sucked off in the Oval Office or something, right? That's how it works. You would think. <laughs> bare, bare minimum. So uh, now they're saying that he's going to pardon himself. Oh, interesting. Have you read all this? Oh, I hadn't. Well, that's that's the new leftist fear is that he'll pardon himself. Can he but, do that? Uh, oh, and that he has a list for January 9th, the day or 19th, the day before he leaves office. And he's going to pardon his daughters and her husband and all that. Right. Okay. Okay. What did, what did they do? By the way, that's what I'm I... saying. What is the pardon gonna say? They haven't been charged with anything. Huh. So I was googling. I'm like, can a president preemptively charge or preemptively pardon for a charge that hasn't happened yet? And essentially, mm. I, according to legal experts, apparently you can. You can just say, hey, this person, uh, any felonies they committed previous to this date, they're pardoned of. Like it could be a thing. Hmm. But yeah, what would what would he write? Like 
you cannot pardon me or you cannot charge me with any crimes after I was president? Yeah. Like some weird executive order. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't see how you could preemptively pardon yourself. That was my big question about it. You wouldn't think that would be a thing. The whole presidential pardon is just a weird thing anyways. Right. Like (laughs) that is the ultimate in cronyism. Yeah, people get wrongly charged with things and uh, justifiably should be pardoned. But just to have one man say, oh, yeah, that guy over there, I like him. And I think he did him wrong. Like this. I thought the whole point was the check in ballots. Where's where's the check on this? (laughs) You just missed the whole justice system. That is that supposed to be the ultimate check against absolute corruption? If if the entire justice system gets corrupt and charges somebody with something, you say, oh, well, at least the president over here can pardon them. But that works on such a minuscule scale that when the whole justice system is corrupt through all of America and everyone's getting railroaded with bullshit, that's not a very good check anymore. You can't politicize every single case that's uh, unjustly charged. I always want to circle back around, too, and like I always stress to people, I don't think we're saying we like support Trump either. It's the same thing about the left versus conservative, whatever. It's like, the government still sucks. The government sucks as a whole. Like, it's, it's, it's bullshit. He's not some, you know, god emperor or whatever either. But if elections are done fraudulently, that's, that, it's just like when we get our, some of our rights taken away, rights, whatever, some of our things that we should be able to do, freedoms being removed incrementally, anything you can do to stop some of that landslide is helpful. Right. So whether if you if you want to at least point out the elections being fraudulent or they're trying to take firearms by instituting red, uh, gun red flag laws here and there, like all that is trying to put a stop to some of that. I mean, we're way past following the Constitution. That's already been what shredded and torn into little pieces. It's confettied. So I'm just saying it's not that all this isn't pro Trump. I feel like that's the point. I'm trying. No, and that's what I really hate. I've, I've, I've put out so many defenses of the election and wanting to hear the fraud and giving it its day in court. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really haven't, but sometimes I feel like I want to say, that doesn't mean I want Trump to be my ruler, guys. I just want the election to actually have its day in court. And if he says this is fraudulent evidence, then let's drag it out in a courtroom and look at it. There's yet to be a jury. There's been, you know, a bunch of judges that, and we know how political judges are, and they say, uh, we're not going to hear that case. And the Supreme Court basically said the same thing, that mm-hmm. we think that would be uh, not correct to hear that case. So everybody just said, we don't want to do it. We don't want to see it. And it really has never had its day in court. And that's ridiculous. Let's say 40 million, like half of the people that voted for him even thought that was true. As the Supreme Court of the nation, these 40 million people spread out across the whole United States, you're not going to hear their accusation or any evidence towards it to, to satisfy them. Sure, it may not actually satisfy their need for justice they feel needs to be done, but it could help at least hear the case. That's insane to me, mind-blowing that they wouldn't. People have no more moral judgment of their own. Mm-hmm. People's morals have become as free-floating as pop culture. The whole idea of protecting rights, it's just out the window with this left-right paradigm. With the whole shit, just take the gay fight. I don't really care about gay rights, but if the government wants to arrest people for having gay sex in their own house, I'll I'll stand toe-to-toe with those motherfuckers and resist the tyrants trying to arrest them. Right. Like, 
it's it's all been about freedom. The same thing with our whole gun rights movement. I've never been a huge guy into guns and and shooting and all that sort of thing. But the second someone tries to say you can't have guns anymore, well, now we're going toe to toe, motherfucker. Right. The second you try to restrict any of these Americans, then now you've got beef with me too. And it doesn't matter what the issue is or where it came from or who it's affecting. We it's all always, have to stand together to resist it at all times. It always seems to be some half-ass measure from the other side. Like I've got those you know, liberal left-wing friends, or whatever that that have some semblance of intelligence, and they'll side with you on, say, like drug laws. Well, because they like being potheads or whatever else, but it's like <laughs> they want all that legalized. You know, they don't want someone telling them they can't smoke in their own home. Uh, but as soon as you take that further and you say, "Well, like cops are immoral," by by the way their whole position is created. Government is immoral just by the way of it existing. You can't get that through to somebody. It's, and it's that whole concept of, of universal morality. It's like, it, if you can't apply it across the board, it's probably not logically, and there's a problem. You want certain people treated a certain way, and it's only the people you like, and only for the things you support. And that's what makes your whole system shitty. Well, because it's become a game of popular opinion. Mm-hmm. That was the whole thing with the article you just spoke about is 50% of Americans want Trump impeached. Yeah. It's it's all trying to sway the popular opinion and no one stops and says, what's the law? What's the charge? What's mm-hmm. the justice behind all this? It, it's just, well, we just have to sway enough Americans to support us and then we'll illegally do whatever we want, we think, without ramifications because... We'll print the stories for 20 days before we actually do something, and we trick the general public into thinking it's something that has to be done, and then when we do it, there's not an uproar, there's not outrage, and there's not people protesting us and and uh, attacking our buildings because we impeached the president, because we've been telling them through our media sources for 20 days that we have to do it, and it's the just thing to do. And there's never a story. There's no journalism anymore. There's never a breakdown of this was the crime that was committed. This was the charge that we're charging. This was the reasons we're doing these things. It's all just emotions across the board everywhere. It's We feel this. 50% of people feel that. I feel this. I'm scared. Like, but what are the facts? There's no facts. There's no facts in any of the stories. This is what I want people to do. Like Whenever you read a story, the next news story you jump into, 99% of the time, just jump to the third paragraph and you'll just be getting to a few like tidbits of the facts or anything that has to do with the headline. Mm-hmm. Like almost always now I look at the first two paragraphs or so and it's just bloviating about uh, some background, how we feel, while I'm, why I'm justified writing this story. And that's nine times out of 10, all your mainstream media news sources, they'll set up a couple paragraphs, like leading you into why they're such an important journalist or why you have to know this information. And right. it's never any facts. I'm digging through stories and down into the depths of them, looking for a factual tidbit of actual information. Yeah, it's like just trying to sift for any type of gold but there is no gold. You're just sifting yeah. for you're sifting for copper bronze bullshit. That's just tell me something. Yeah, I want to yeah, be informed. That. Yeah, I'm reading this news. I'm like, is this is this news? It's just sensational garbage. Shit. And then yeah, finally you're right. That's somewhere down the third, fourth paragraph. Like so. Anyway, that's why this cop mysteriously committed suicide. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no he way. was he was a hero. Died by suicide. That was crazy. Well, did that, I didn't see. That was another thing. I read one or two stories about this Capitol Police officer committing suicide, and 
I, I didn't really see anything like rank. What was he? Uh, one of the bosses, a sergeant? Did he tell the officers to stand down? What was was he in the building, outside the building? Did he get injured? Just yeah, no information. This, I guess this is the guy who says he was pepper sprayed and. Oh no, that was no. the other one. Okay, uh, so yeah, I don't know why this guy killed himself because there there was another one who they were saying was like bludgeoned and stuff and pepper sprayed. Mm-hmm. I think we saw some of that video. He got like pulled out into the crowd and got kind of jumped on by everybody, but and got treated like a civilian. Oh, boo, fucking who? Yeah, like uh, yeah. Like, can you believe this cop was pepper sprayed just like we do to all the people? Can you believe the audacity? You can just media twists everything as. Why I was pulling up this one about trying to look for more about that Kyle Rittenhouse. Because, you know, things fleet through the media and then you never hear about him again. Mm-hmm. Like, I hope he doesn't. I hope he gets off on everything because, you know, watching those videos, it, it's so clear to anybody who is in, I think, the gun arena uh, of of activism to see that it was all justified, you know, all defense running away from other people. Well, yeah, legally he might have been doing self-defense, but that really hurt people's feelings, Matthew. Yeah. Is anyone taking that into account that that was Black Lives Matter for him to save his life? He was on the other side of the BLM, so he was probably a racist and obviously um, an awful, awful person. (laughs) But yeah, I do like this article. Like (laughs) eighteen? Yeah, that's what it says. It's like he was seen in a bar wearing free as fuck shirt. That's like I love that. (laughs) That's great. But yeah, he's only eighteen. Everyone is fundamentally retarded at eighteen. Yeah, every single person on earth. You think you you have this feeling that you know anything, but you're you're an idiot. Yeah, can confirm. I was. You were. Yeah. We knew. We knew nothing. You know nothing, John Snow. I mean, part of that is probably the intentional retardation of the youth through the school system. That's true. I mean, that plus all of us moving around a whole lot, never actually settling in one spot. It's like I think you have to be able to get your bearings and 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 actually learn in a, in an environment that's not constantly changing. But on top of that, all the public school systems are. BS doesn't prepare you for any type of life. Well, that's the whole nature of becoming a human. You're just an animal with a little bit of an in- intelligence. You're just going to mimic your surroundings and mold in and do everything everyone else is doing because that's how the previous generations survived. Yep. So th- these these poor kids have no hope. Just sitting in a school listening to someone lecture them. No, nobody on Earth, no animal creature, anything was ever evolved to learn through. Sp- just just a lecture well it's it's changed you have to see it done you have to mimic what's happening around you it's changed in such a small portion of time because i don't know if you experienced that in any of the rural areas when you were going to school but i know at least our mom has said that that you know even during her time what she was born 50s or so so it's probably 60s she's like kids would still get off school to go help with the harvest or what have you Mm -hmm. you know like it was People had farms, they had ranches, they had things to manage. And so they would get out of school for a month and a half to go help with the harvest. And, you know, if that was normal, and the government did like stick its nose into that little area and say, you can't do that. They have to be here this X amount of time or you're going to get in trouble. And they probably would have told them to go F themselves. So it's just, who, 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 at what point did we decide this is best for every single citizen to go through this mandatory training, no real world experience, sitting in a classroom, lectures, textbooks? You know, it's like these little, uh, Pepper, like little kids coming out of college, you know, everyone has that story of them coming into their industry, whatever industry they have. And you've been working there 20, 30 years. And this little kid comes out of college and thinks he knows, and he can't do anything. It's like, what was the point of that college education before you got into this job? 
Again, yeah, I don't I don't know that it helps in a majority of situations. No, there's absolutely almost no profession on earth where I would think someone is smarter because they have a college profession short of a doctor, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy you went to school for eight years if you're cutting out my fucking kidney. I'm very, very happy. And, <laughs> and, I, even and they, I don't you care know, if you learn Roman history or Spanish or Russian or anything else. I just hope you learned a whole lot about cutting humans open and taking out organs. <laughs> Right in those eight years, and even doctors, what they have to then go through that long ass apprenticeship and and watching other doctors and learning and like they don't just get to jump and out. That I'm the fine world. With. Yeah, that's, that's and that I'm one hundred percent fine with. <laughs> if you're gonna be a surgeon, at, at uh, business gonna... school, sure, you know, go to school for a year, two years, learn basic economics, basic fundamentals, social skills, all those sort of things. But but even uh, that, I feel like I could if I if I like. Yeah, I think we should go back to an apprenticeship type thing. Like, if I st- was working with somebody who was running a badass business for two years, I feel like I'd get all that same valuable information. Like, you could study economics yeah. in your own time. I would say some of that made sense pre-internet. So, where would you seek out a lot of the information you need um, as a business owner myself? All through the beginning stages of of trying to sort things out, it was a whole lot of googling and what do other companies do and how do other people run this sort of thing to be efficient. And I just have a world wealth of knowledge to look at, and that's amazing. And so I see how uh, twenty yeah. twenty thirty years ago, college might have been a little bit better for that angle of just giving people life experiences and delivering some of this knowledge. But now that the knowledge is all there, if you want it, there's nothing stopping you from attaining any of the knowledge you need during the day. And this is exactly how coders work. People go to school to learn the basic fundamentals of schooling, but you cannot know every single code base that a, a whole code language has. It's just impossible. Every single coder throughout the day says, oh, wait, what was that? And you Google it and you grab the snippet of code. and Oh, yeah, yeah. And you plug and play things all day long. You can't contain all that information in your brain. You just cannot. You use databases and other places and just Google for what you need when you need it. And I think most and businesses technology can run in that. General. Yeah, and tech. well, technology in general, for sure. You know, coding, IT, any IT guy will tell you they just Google shit all day. Like, yeah. I just know, I know how to look up the information to answer your question. And, and sure, if you code in the same language every day, like, uh, uh, visual base, like I could write something in that without looking, but yeah. there's always some function or something you for, and you, yeah, you're just searching like, wait, how did that stupid thing work? You know, and somebody else online yeah. has done it and that's how you do your whole job. And then you're right. The, the uh, institutions, the universities used to like hoard that information and you had to pay to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, aside what you could find at the library, I guess. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty steps. good at Swift, and I wanted to put in a, a barcoding type thing in my app. Like, yeah, I don't know the API for the camera and the scanner and the barcode database and all that. That's that's not something I would have learned in college. It's just something right. I learn on the I need it. That makes a lot of sense. But there, there's such... On. <laughs> what? Oh, that, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, it it makes so much sense that there's so much intrinsic intrinsic, um, force around academics and people have so much of a vested interest in that sort of learning continuing because that's their entire life, that's their entire salary and everything about it. They don't want anything to change. They don't want to make school better or easier. Well, that makes sense. Find something. Someone had sent me uh, some information, but now I 
don't guess I'm finding it. Uh, I was going to say someone, someone had sent me some information on somebody who, had, who was making, uh, I guess, stickers, mm. uh, kind of propaganda stickers for some of the COVID bullshit. And I thought that was really interesting. I know what they're called telegram but like a secret private group and anyway i'd like to see more of that type of stuff i think that's really effective um you know just little stickers that have little meaningful messages while you're in the restroom or whatever you know kind of one of those things where you just spread the information far and wide and hope people see it now and then and maybe a link for them to look something up and snap them out of their days but we should like do like, like uh, even if it's uh, this like a, like you said just a little sentence that makes you stop and think for a second the uh, and then you said bathroom. The first thing that came to my mind was uh, the Matrix scene, <laughs> where Neo's all fighting and doing the karate and running out of breath. And Morpheus says, "Do you think that's air you're breathing?" So <laughs> yeah. well, uh, that made me think of the perfect bathroom stickers. Is uh, for all the stinky uh, public bathrooms, we'll just put a sticker up that says, "Is that shit you're smelling through your mask?" <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good one. Like those little poo particles didn't get stopped by your mask. There's an example of one that yeah you know, they put up. If the situation was hopeless, their propaganda would be unnecessary. Yeah, a good one. Absolutely. And then goes back to what we were saying this, earlier. This was a good uh, parody of you know their signs with the wash your hands, cover your face, whatever. You know, staying human is more important than living in fear. Hands, face, embrace, ditch the muzzle. Like nice, and it's not something that necessarily changes a lot but uh, i don't know i mean propaganda is propaganda it has it has to have it has to have some effect or it wouldn't be so widely used i mean hitler and everybody else knew that right like that's why they had a whole department direct uh just oh that was their only job was to distribute propaganda and we have it nowadays we just don't call it that yeah and people don't talk in public and and, and people they feel alone. Uh, you might be the one person in a crowd and you think, I wish I didn't have to wear a mask here. or I don't feel comfortable doing this or that. And unless other people are doing it, 99% of people aren't going to do it themselves. Nobody wants to be the first one. Uh, it's, it's a sad state of affairs, but it actually takes a lot of bravery to be the one person in the grocery store not wearing a mask. Your entire survival instinct says go with the crowd, go with the herd, go with your tribe. That's the only way to survive in a type of uh, uh, human beings that we are. The monkeys stay with their group or they fucking die. They get eaten by something. And so everything in your body goes against being an individual sometimes. And so those little stickers just putting out the little flyers saying, hey, other people think this way. You could think this way, too. Or have you even stopped to even consider anything? It's interesting. They got their, their, their specifically, it's called the White Rose. Um, the, one of our friends was sharing that, the explanation with me, I guess, during Hitler's reign, there was a White Rose Society that was distributing leaflets and pamphlets, you know, at, at great personal risk. They were getting those printed and distributed to uh, college campuses and the like, because they, they had seen all of that propaganda. And, and it broke in fruit, you know, and, and that, yeah, that's really hard because that's right. Like you said, the herd mentality, the weird one is probably picked off of the herd. And, you know, even though my, like my local Walmart is an example, it doesn't, they don't say anything. We went in some of those other ones in Dallas and we were singled out. You've got people following you and, and sir, yes, you need to, you know, that takes some strength to ignore the zombies that are following along. Yeah. At, at first, you it's hope a little weird. Join in and wake up. Yeah, it's fun to laugh at them after you get a little more confidence and know you're in the right. Yeah, 
But uh, same propaganda reminded me of the World War II thing uh, where they would have pretty ladies go around and I forget if they use flowers or feathers or something. Do you remember that? And they would give them to men that hadn't joined the military yet or or were not veterans of the war yet. And they would basically call them cowards and like, you have to join the army and go fight the war. You're, you're a coward. And they would put a flower on them or whatever. That was huh. something they did in America to convince men to join the military. That's but uh, we are well, over an hour and my battery's about to die, but uh, probably got a few more minutes here. That's cool. Uh, I was just going to say, I, I remember something with like the hippies doing something for the opposite reason because they were like giving them flowers or something, right? Like as a peace thing, but I, lilies or something. Well, I'll have to look that up for next time because I can't remember, but interesting. I wonder if it stemmed from that practice. Yeah. Like, like yes, forty years before we were born, we don't have to know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, on a lighthearted note, I went to an axe throwing place the other day. That was cool. Oh yeah, I saw the video y'all posted from that. It looked pretty sweet. Were you it's the fun. one, that, uh, or was it Murdoch? I saw someone do the double axe throw. Yeah, he did the the double and made it. He made it first try, and that one I think we had to record a few more because um, he missed the second <laughs> one. But yeah, that of was course. cool. You always you always get it when no one's looking, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Once you get the hang of it, it's it's pretty fun. Um, well, once you get the hang of it, I think it'd be good to do one of the like games, like darts, you know, where you actually try to aim for certain parts. But yep, yep, but good way to pass the time. Oh. Well, well, anything else the new? World crazy? No, the world hasn't ended just yet. Uh, I <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen until the twentieth. It's going to keep getting crazier and crazier. Maybe we'll try to do an episode uh, midweek instead of once a week, just depending on how much content rolls out. But uh, not that there's any shortage of content on the internet. Hopefully, we're a little bit of of uh, even killed content, not being too extreme in one way or the other. Because I hate to be uh, screaming. Like my head's cut off like half of the people on the internet right now. Well, I just don't want to spread BS. Some of these information is just, it's just wrong. It's just misinformation. Yeah, it's just all day. I have it from a good source that Trump signed the Insurrection Act. I have it from a good no. source that Trump arrested Hillary last no. night when the lights were out. And the Pope the Pope was arrested. <laughs> the Pope was arrested this morning, right? Right? And then he comes out with a video of prayer an hour later. And just, fuck, guys, just stop. Just stop. Wait till something you, happens and then report on it. You're not going to predict anything. You're just not going to predict anything. If the conspiracy is as large as you think it is, and it's as big and widespread, you're not going to be able to predict it. That's why it's so good. And the one good thing about the internet is you do have people. Some dude popped up. He was like, hey, my apartment is across from the Vatican. Here's a video. All the lights are on. Like, you're dumb. <laughs> That's always my first question is you have all the, the morons in America going, the Vatican has been blacked out. All the lights are off. And you just say, uh, hey, bros, bros over in Italy, uh, can someone pop open their window and check, please? Yeah. It's, it's, it's that simple. It's not sequestered. Like, people live next to it. <laughs> yeah. It's not a magical kingdom in the clouds. It's not Care Bears over here. <laughs> oh, that'd be, that'd be cute. I liked the Care Bears. Show. It was real okay. Care Bear Stare. I like My Little Pony. I thought they had some good content. No. It's good songs. It was good writing. Don't be, one of, don't be a brony. Come on, Matthew. I, don't go down that I have road a daughter. I have a daughter, so it's loud, but there's no. good content. Say it. So that, that's the end of the Don't Fly <laughs> show. Me and uh, Matthew have, have split ways. We've gone our own paths. <laughs> All right, man. I'll see you next week. Right. Women and children, frontline, log on, tune in, stand and be counted, wounded, stationed, 
in the belly of the vulture. Watch your back, there's no civilians, women, children, frontline, listen. Consider this a distant early warning The fire's imminent pollution Gathering dust particles Funneling through smokestacks Airways bandwidth Disinformation to bed Check the labels Delete the virus Alert the masses